I'm Rachel Balducci. You're listening to Spill the Tea, a product of Augusta University's Department of Communication. Hey guys, welcome back to Spill the Tea. Um, I'm with Gabby and Liesa today. Hey guys. Hi. Today we're going to talk about um, crimes inspired by movies. We're each going to give you a crime and or a movie and a crime inspired by it. I'm going to start out with American Psycho. Have you guys seen American Psycho? I have not I have seen not it. either. Okay, it's been a long time since I've seen it. So just to give you guys like a kind of summary of like what it's about. Um, it's both a book and a movie. I know the book is by Brett Easton Ellis. Um, and then it got bought out to make a movie out of it. It's set in 1987 New York. And it's uh, focused around the character Patrick Bateman, who's played by Christian Bale. Um, Patrick Bateman is said to be a professional by day and a serial killer by night. He's an investment baker. Um, you could probably describe him as like materialistic, a bit narcissistic. He goes on a lot of like monologues throughout the movie that are a little too much. Um, throughout the movie, he has like a hatred for um, one of his coworkers named Paul Allen. Uh, even though he has like a lot for him, he like is still jealous and feels like he should have more and more. And then mm-hmm. he ends up taking out like his anger on like females and stuff specifically. He sexually assaults and tortures his victims before killing them. Um, According to slamedia.org, actually, this book is banned in a lot of countries because of how, like, yeah, like, uh, they said it's harmful for younger audiences. So I know in some, like, countries it's, like, saran wrapped or, like, plastic wrapped where you can't even, like, look through it in the stores, like, until you buy it and you have to be 18 to buy it. That's insane. Wow. But anyway, getting into the murder inspired by it, um... This is Michael Hernandez. This took place in 2004 when Michael was only 14 years old. Um, The majority of this information comes from the Sun article, and then I have a little bit from the ABA journal. Um, In the article from the Sun, it pretty much summarizes what happened as um, Michael Hernandez lures um, a young girl named Jamie into the bathroom with him to, like, he says he's going to show her something. So he lures her into the handicap stall because it's, like, the largest stall. And then he um, is said to have stabbed her 40 times and slit her throat. Wow. Jeez. Um, after that, he puts his knife back in his backpack in a secret compartment, and then he just heads back to class. And this is a public restroom? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was, like, in his middle school, actually, in Miami oh Middle my School. God. Wow. Yeah, it was while they were at school. Um, so then after he heads back to class, obviously the body's found, and he's seen with blood on him. So then they call the cops. Um, in 2008, he was sentenced to a life sentence for first-degree murder, and during his trials and stuff, he did admit to being inspired by American Psycho, like the killings in that movie and stuff. Um, he kept a journal as well, and it, like there was like a part where he um, wrote at the bottom of a page where he wrote, quote, will be a serial killer. Wow. That's insane. He actually, as well, tried to kill two friends. But one of them was friends? like, yeah, they were friends of oh his. Oh my god! But one of them like was not lured into it. They were like, no, I'm not having this. I'm not going to the bathroom with you. I don't need to see nothing. Wow. But anyway, um, he also claimed that God gave him special powers that were going to get him out of jail, and um, that God supported him in his actions. So they tried to plead insanity, but unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but the insanity plea was rejected. So he got the life sentence of first-degree murder. At 14? Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess it was when he was 18, because it was in 2008. 
Okay, so this was four years after. Yes. Was the sentencing. Okay. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. So young. I didn't Mm -hmm. expect that. So was the girl, do you know, at the same age? Yeah, I think she was. Okay. That's crazy. She would have had to have been like around the same age. Yeah, because middle school. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was crazy. Um, That's pretty much all I have on that one. I think next. is Liesa going next? Yes. yes Liesa is going to talk about the Scream movies and a crime inspired by them. Okay, so we all know and love the classic horror movie series Scream. Um, Scream is a five-part movie series about a fright-masked knife maniac who stalks and kills high school students. It's five parts. Yeah, there's five wow. movies. Yeah, and there's also, I believe, there's a TV series on it, too. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, although the Scream movies were inspired by a real killer... It also inspired a different audience. On November 9th, 2001, 24-year-old Thierry Jaredin was able to convince his 15-year-old neighbor, Allison Cambier, to his home with videotapes. Jaredin promised her that they'd exchange cassettes. Like, I guess they were friends and they wanted to, you know, do that. Local media accounts figured out that Jaredin had supposedly confessed his love for Allison that afternoon. When she told him she didn't feel the same way, Jaredin left the room and returned with the kitchen knife while wearing the ghost face scream mask from the movies. And Full Allison, costume. yeah, wow. Allison was then stabbed 30 times. The Guardian News reported that he laid her body upon his bed, put a rose in her hand, and called his father to confess what he'd done right after he did it. Man. Oh my gosh. When Jaredin <laughs> was sentenced to life in prison, he told investigators that he'd been inspired by the scream movies. It was also stated that Jaredin had nothing in his past and background to advocate that he was capable of committing such a crime, which proves that he really was motivated by the movie. Yeah, that's crazy. How old did you say they were? Uh, He was 24. She was 15. Oh, wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Confessed his love for her. Yeah. Jeez. Mm. Yeah. Illegal. And there was, there, was, there was also stuff in the articles, um, and it, um, it gave some quotes from Allison's family members saying that, like, she had she had no love connection to him. Like, it, it was not mutual at all in any way. Like, it yeah. was all him. Do you know, like, how they kind of, like, came upon each other? Like, so was it, like... They were neighbors. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't... I think it just said that he... Yeah, one day was like, like come over. Say, how do you like, <laughs> yeah. mix up yeah. with that guy yeah. without like a yeah? I guess they were friends yeah. and neighbors, which is weird because he was twenty four. Yeah, but um, yeah, big age yeah. gap. <laughs> okay, um, now Gabby's going to tell you about the crime that she re- researched based on American Horror Story. All righty, so American Horror Story is a television series, so it's a little different from the movies that is under the genre horror, as in the title, and the series includes many different scary events, some based on true events in history, and basically goes over a bunch of crazy different, like, murders, crimes, in the different um, seasons. All right, so Brittany Dyer and Bernadette Burns took this TV series a little too seriously. The two women murdered Brittany's 81-year-old grandfather, Robert Whitwell, in his home in August of 2016. Oh so this is a little more recent than the others. Oh my God. They were after Robert's savings. So according to the Fox News article by Mary Stallings, the two promised to do whatever it takes and whatever was necessary to get their hands on the money. When they arrived at his home, Brittany went inside and Bernadette waited for her in the car. According to the court documents, Dreyer, 
Dwyer went around 11 a.m. with a knife and rubber gloves, so she just walked in the house with all that stuff. After looking over home videos and family photos with her grandfather, Brittany was not so sure about their plan. So as she was kind of contemplating about how she was going to have to do this to her own grandfather, she texted Bernadette to let her know that she didn't want to go through it. Burns was not happy about this. She tried reasoning with her by saying that she had to because they had come all this way. When she was about to leave her grandfather's home, Dyer stabbed him in the neck and chest. Then she continued to clean the dishes while he bled out on the floor. Oh my God. She then texted Bernadette, it's done. Then they searched the whole house for his savings, couldn't find anything because he had hidden it in the shed. So they left with $1,000 in coins but did not find any of the money that they were looking for. So Bernadette didn't participate in the murder? It was just the No, other girl. but she was encouraging um, Brittany through all these, like, messages on their phone, and that's kind of what the cops, oh, like, okay. connected her with, you know? Was she, yeah. like, outside of the house? Yeah, like, she was okay. waiting in the car on the curb. Okay. And they kind of had an idea that Burns was a little more excited about this plan than mm-hmm. Brittany was, just because of her connection to her grandfather, I think. So he was found three days later in his home, and Brittany and Bernadette were arrested for his murder on August 16th of 2016. It does not say how much later it was, but um, they pleaded guilty for murder. During a hearing before their sentencing, they both admitted that they were influenced by the series American Horror Story. Craig Caladet, <laughs> Dwyer's lawyer, said that the popular series explores humankind's capacity for evil and general obsession with murder and crime. And when sentencing Dyer, the judge felt that despite her young age, the murder she committed seemed planned out and, in his words, callous. Did it say, like, if it was based on a specific season of the show, or was it just, like, the show in general? No, she said that basically her and Burns had, like, gone through and watched all of it and were kind of obsessed with it for a while. Oh, okay. And so they were kind of planning this out. And that's why the judge felt that it was, like, planned out and mm-hmm. pretty yeah. callous because it wasn't, like, an in-the-moment kind of thing. Yeah. So Dyer told the court that she had been involved with drugs and had significant psycho- psychological issues, and the court found there to be many um problems with her mental health and that she had been um diagnosed by her doctor with borderline personality disorder her family especially her brother felt she should not she should not receive any um so she would receive maximum penalty so they were all they did not feel a lot of forgiveness for her Mm -hmm. and according to the article nine news by kim robertson a south australian supreme court judge described the teen killer, speaking about Brittany, as evil and abhorrent, as he jailed her for a minimum of 21 years for the murder of her grandfather. Brittany Dyer will serve 21 years imprisonment, and Roberts also said that in this case of Bernadette Burns, Justin Nicholson today ordered Burns serve a minimum of 13 and a half years in prison. And the reason that she would serve, it will be serving less then Dyer is because she was not in possession of the murder weapon. And Dyer and Burns made it very clear that the television series American Horror Story was a big influence on their vicious acts of murder. Dyer's 81-year-old grandfather, Robert Whitwell. Wait, so did you say one of them had bipolar personality yes, disorder? Yes, so that was Brittany. They said that basically a doctor about... 
they said a couple years before, not exactly, that they had, she had gone to multiple therapists and they had diagnosed her with borderline personality disorder. So did she try, like, when she went to court for that, like, for the Yeah, she, she basically tried to... tried to plead in that way yeah. because she knew that they were, like, coming for her. And, but the judge felt that even though that was um, a part of it, that it was too evil. Well, that's good. So... 21 years is not that long for that, though. That's kind of crazy. I know. They were acting like... Well, this is also in Australia, so I don't know if it's different there. Mm -hmm. But um, basically, they were saying that, like, that was a pretty long time. So, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like here she'd get, like, Oh, my gosh, yes. Death penalty. Definitely. (laughs) We have a lot longer sentences in general, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean... Burns, like, planned this whole thing out with her, and she only got 13, 13. and a half years. So even though she was that's not crazy. the one murdering, I feel like... Yeah, that's still such a short amount of time. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess, like, what would the word be for that? Um, I forget the word. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you help someone murder. Oh, um... An accessory to murder. Yes, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, so since we have more time, Liesa is going to tell us a little bit more about some of the murders she looked into based on Scream. Okay, so um, a reason why I wanted to do mine on Scream is because there was multiple murder cases. Like, there wasn't just one. So um, I have a few notes on some other cases. So starting out, um, teenagers Daniel Gill and Robert Fuller stabbed one of their friends who was 13 years old after watching the movie Scream. And they did admit that, like, that's why they did it. Like, so that this was after watching the movie. Yeah, so they watched like the movie and, after. That yeah, they did crazy. it because of that. Huh. Um, I don't have much more information on that one, but this other one, um, 16-year-old Mario Padilla stabbed his mother to death with the help of his cousin. This case was categorized as the Scream murder. Like, I was oh, reading the yeah, article and I've it was like, it's like the main one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and his cousin who helped him didn't participate in the murder, just like in Gabby's. Yeah. But he did, like, he held the mother down while the Ooh, yeah. um, while his um, the mother's son stabbed her to death. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, if that's everything, um, thank you guys for listening to us talk some more about crimes inspired by movies on this episode of Spill the Tea. And make sure you stay tuned for our next episode where we talk about movies inspired by crime. I think that's everything though, right? Yep. Yeah, I think that's all we have. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.